Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Derhage. Roxanne Derhodge of Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thanks so much for tuning in again this week. Uh, this week, I have a colleague, GW Cliver, that's joining us today. Uh, and GW has been uh, working with mindset for a very long time. And uh, when our paths cross, we have uh, a coach that we use in common. Uh, I thought it would be very important for us to talk, and we can never l- stop learning about mindset. So, GW, thanks for coming on today. Yes, ma'am. My pleasure. So let's, I'm going to tell you a little bit about GW and then we're going to jump into it. Uh, GW speaks to organizations that want to inspire their employees to achieve their goals um, and be at peak performance daily, which is something that I know we all want to be able to harness that, 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 that capacity. Um, he's an expert on the subject who gives out um, information as much as he can. Um, we know that we all need a GW uh, Cliver with us uh, more than ever. He has done lots of different things. He's been featured um, in newspapers. He used to have a radio show on PBS. He's done podcasts and television, which is, you know, that's, that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, he's written about 50 booklets on self-help as well as two books, um, Answers for Life and the Secrets of Life, and is working on his third book, uh, which he just showed me the mock-up cover, which is kind of neat, Conquering Life from Victims to Conquerors, and he's working on it. So he's, is there anything I missed that you maybe want to share uh, no, about your background that you think people should know? No, you did good. You did excellent. Thank you. That's excellent. Thank okay, so let's so let's talk a little bit about what got you kind of involved in this kind of work. What what made you want to make a difference? Well, you know, um, I have no idea exactly how to answer that. You know, they say that people who um, who get into being a doctor uh, were hurt or damaged or saw someone being repaired. Well, I don't know what. Does that mean that I have a a weird mind? And so I get in there to find out about the mind. But the reality is when I was in a business, I had a business and I had to go out and sell people things. I did furniture upholstery. I had to be able to go out there and convince them that I was their best solution for their need. Mm -hmm. Well, that requires looking at the mind and seeing how the mind works and being able to know men I mean, mankind, and able to see. Now, how are they standing? What is their action? What what is that showing me that they think about the issue? How do I change that? Why does it matter? You know, that kind of stuff. It's all very fascinating to me. And so about 20 years ago, I started studying people. and, And to study people means you study the mind. Why do you do what you do? Uh, Is it just... Are you just what has happened to you in the past and there's nothing you can do about that? You know, these kind of issues. And so they, they came to very interesting conclusions, which you continue to grow and study and learn. 
Yeah. So what did, what did you start to figure out about people in business? You say, you know, I think about it, right? Like most of us, sometimes we don't know what we need, right? Yeah. And yeah. when you're, you know, you're going out there and you think you kind of know what you need. And when you're trying to um, deliver a product or, or, or have an interaction, sometimes people aren't aware of what's really going on for them. So what did you start to learn about people early well, JW that made you think? Well, first of all, you have to know about you yourself. You have to understand yourself. Yeah. And you have to make sure that what you're going wanting to give the person is, first of all, of value and in their best interest. If not, then there is no point in trying to sell them. You can't do it. Okay, so in order to do that, you have to make what you're going to do for them of a good quality. See, so you have to listen to the criticisms, allow it to change what you do. Don't take it personally. People are not people are never about you. They're always about themselves. That's just the way people are, because we're selfish by nature. Yeah. Okay, so when you're out there doing something with other people, don't take it personal. Even if they get mad, even if they throw things or try to hit you, it's not about you. It's about them and they're for themselves. They're not just against you. It's just simple as that. So once you understand that, then you can help them move toward what they need more than anything else. So you can sell them what you have. Does that make sense? So oh, absolutely, when you're, absolutely. So, right. so when you're um, when you're wanting to accomplish um, something yourself, if you don't know who you are and you don't know what's going on, then you're not going to be able to change who you are. It, you've got to fit into a different package if you're wanting to be somebody different. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Let's say you had a guy and he, you go over to see him and you go in his apartment and you look and man, he has every single piece of trash he's ever had. He doesn't throw it away. He just throws it in the, in the room. And so you got a little path to the mm-hmm. kitchen, you know, you got a little path to the bathroom, mm-hmm. um, a little path to the bedroom because trash is everywhere. And so he comes up to you one day and he says, man, he says, I just found a new apartment. It's over in this nice division over here. And man, it's so nice and spacious and clean. And so he moves into that new apartment, but he doesn't change who he is. What do you think is going to be in that new apartment within just a a short while? It's going to be full of trash, right? Okay. so With a little path again to the rooms. That's That's it. Yeah. He's got to first see who he is before he can change what he wants to accomplish. Because his, first of all, he has to have the responsibility. Responsibility means I'm responsible and have the ability to change. Mm -hmm. I have the the ability to respond correctly to life situations. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's responsibility. So then... He has to decide, well, what's my philosophy about this? What do we know about him when he has trash everywhere? His philosophy is he doesn't care what it looks like. He doesn't care what it smells like. 
He doesn't care about anything but himself. He isn't going to work at all. So he's got to change that philosophy about it before he can ever get into anything else. He can't set goals. He can't set any. He has to change who he believes he is, what drives his behavior. Your philosophy drives your behavior. Mm -hmm. And then he has to decide if that's true, then how, what is my attitude going to be? Because his attitude is a reflection of his philosophy. It is the, what he, the laws he sets upon himself. I won't do this. I won't do that. You know, a guy who's on a diet, he goes around in the store and he says, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. Or if he, if he doesn't do that, he goes, oh, maybe, maybe I can have one of those. Well, he's lost. You know, he's, he's never going to lose weight. So the attitude has to reflect what he's decided he is, even though neither one of them are true at the moment. Mm -hmm. See, but he understands this takes time. Mm -hmm. It's not, it is a path. It is not a destination. Success is a path, not the destination. Okay. So, when we come to our goals, then, the goals we write down, the wishes that we write down, give our subconscious the, the, um, the it gives them the uh, permission to bring about what we've decided we wanted to be. Now, it's interesting. The, the mind is divided into basically two things, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Now, I've got a couple of pictures here I'll show you because I'm not a technical wizard. I'll just show you. The mind's designed in two different parts. You've got the day-to-day -day conscious stuff, what's, yeah. what's on your, uh, what you did yesterday, what's on your mind today, and what's coming up tomorrow, okay? Right. And then you've got the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind looks like it's real um, confusing, but the reality is it drives 95% of what you do every single day. So if you want a different today, you've got to change your subconscious mind. And what's going on is you have chosen a solution to your problem, and your subconscious mind automatically goes there. So whenever I did furniture reupholstery, I had to learn how to use my hands. I had to learn how to sell. I had to learn all these things. And those things are stored in the subconscious mind. All the things you've ever smelled, you've ever learned how to write, how to point your finger, how to uh, react when somebody says something or does something are all stored inside the subconscious mind. And it doesn't matter whether it's right or not, it's still there. So let's say when you were a child, you, um, you got scared. And a solution you decided on when you were a child was to run and hide. Then that became your solution, and if you agreed with it consciously when your subconscious mind brought it up, 
every time it brought it up, it became a habit that you no longer are in control of. It's just mm-hmm. going to come out. I knew this guy one time who would turn around and hit somebody behind if if he was goosed, you know. Somebody come up behind him and goose him. He'd turn around and smack him in the face. And so people would wait till there was a long line and they'd sneak up there and they'd goose him and he'd turn around and hit the guy behind him. This is not a, a reaction. This is a habit. And it's a habit because he has wanted to keep it. He hasn't fought right. hard to get rid of it. Does that make sense? So that's Absolutely. One. So... So the, the subconscious mind, right, is, is let's say it's 95% of our behavior. So, okay. you know, when you hear everybody talking about setting goals and, mm-hmm. you know, they make this, you know, let's talk about the new, let's talk about the new year's resolution goals. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, people go and they start have all these lofty things and then, you know, come what my birthday, January 15th, my January 15th, they're like, Oh yeah, I had that goal, but you know, it's kind of gone out the window. Um, yep. Yep. And most people, their, their goals fall down because the sub, to your point, what's happening with that when people can't keep their goals? What, why, the goal. why is that? Why? It's not the okay. goal. We've got to go back. It's the responsibility. It's the philosophy. And it's the attitude. It's not the goal. You have to conquer those things first because the habit is strong. It's a, it's a powerful habit. I mean, it's not a good habit, but it's a powerful, strong habit. And if you want a new habit, they're weak and poor. And so your conscious mind has got to hold that old habit back and make your, allow your new habit to grow with exercise. And we know this is yeah. true. You go down to the gym and you exercise, you're actually going to grow. Because a muscle grows by giving it uh, resistance. So it does in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your habits grow by resistance. And so you choose the habits you want to have. How do you do that? First, by saying, okay, I'm responsible yeah. for me. What I'm doing today, I'm responsible for. I can't blame it on my mother. I can't blame it on my color. I can't blame it on society. I can't blame it on the year in which I was born. Boy, I wish I was born 100 years ago. I would have had a really great time. Oh, come on. You can't, you can't go back. Yeah. You can't go forward. You have to take responsibility. Then you have to decide what you want to accomplish and make this your philosophy. This is who I am. And then your attitude has to reflect that. I'm not that. I'm not going to let myself do that. I'm not going to be that kind of person anymore. And it is a constant daily buffeting that you have to do before you ever get to the goals. Yeah, but most people set goals, but they don't look at the things that are going to trip them up. They don't do the groundwork. Yeah. So ta- let's talk a little bit about the groundwork because I know about mindsets, you know, like to, you, to your point, and I, I completely believe that my first, my first book um, is based on completely on, on relationships. It's called A Therapist Insider's Guide, Healing uh-huh. Others. And it talks a little bit about, it's, it's based on my life, GW. And uh-huh. I looked at the blind spots that I had 
have a phenomenal life, always did, but there was one particular area where I had a blind spot um, where, you know, everything else was good, but this one spot I was blocked. And I, I, I really, what I did is I analyzed my own life so that other people can see what I had experienced because here I had created this phenomenal life, but my personal life was not good mm-hmm. because I ignored certain things that I didn't mm-hmm. want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said you ignored them? Oh, absolutely I did. Mm-hmm. I so in, other words, I... in other words, you purposefully set yourself up to fail again right. and again. Right. And I don't think that I, I don't, I would say that to your point between the conscious and con- unconscious, I consciously knew it, but my, I was, I mean, my unconscious, I just, anything that showed itself, I just shelved it. I thought okay. I, 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 may, I put a different thought in place. I thought, you know, I thought, oh yeah, well, it's going to get better when or whatever. And then what ended up happening is things ended up creeping and up. Long story short, after 25 years of marriage, I ended my marriage after 25 years, but it wasn't based on, you know, I, I had to look back from when I was we way, way, way back to look at the patterns of, that I had developed in, in personal relationships and yeah. how I allowed certain things to come about that I could 25 years later kind yeah. of be had to make. It was, it was, you know, the best thing for me. Okay. So now let's take, let's now the laws are the same. Mm-hmm. The laws are set. Right. So let's jump the economy for a minute. Let's get out of personal relationships. Let's yeah. go to economy. Yeah. What is it that gives you reward? Mm-hmm. What gives you reward? It's risk. Risk gives you the reward. When the mouse looks out of this hole and he sees the cat, but he wants the cheese, he will risk the cat to get to the cheese. Otherwise, he will die of starvation. Right, right. Okay, now take that same set of laws and put it into your your own mind. And if you consciously, continuously put that aside, you are being not courageous, not risking, but settling for way less than second best Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be uncomfortable. In fact, you're choosing the pain you want to have in your life Mm -hmm. because the unknown is scary. Oh, absolutely it is. Yeah. To do something else is scary. Before, in your case, to be alone again is scary. Mm-hmm. To have all the responsibility on you is scary. Mm-hmm. So you take a kid, a kid who lives with his mother and father, and he, he gets to high school, he's graduated from high school, he's ready to go out in the world and make his mark, and he goes out, and he rents his new apartment, and all night long he's scared. He's got to play music all night, keep the lights on. And he goes to work, and he comes home, and he realizes all these bills are coming in. I've got to pay for these. I have to go to work. I can't not work. And it scares him. So he has two options. The first option is he can run back home to mother and daddy. But... The reason he left mother and daddy was because they couldn't, they wouldn't let him do this and they wouldn't let him do that. And he had dreams of doing this and that. And he couldn't do it under their laws because that was their house 
and when you're under somebody else's laws, you have to appease them. You cannot please yourself. So he sells his possible future for security. And so here's what we're doing. You are doing what anybody does. They sell their hopes and dreams for the pain they already know instead of having the pain that they just can't understand. Yeah, because most people would you with the kind of work that I've done as well, um, if, if let's say it's been pain from when they're young, um, mm -hmm. they don't override that pain as an adult. They kind of, mm -hmm. if they haven't done something a bit different to deal with that pain, to your point, right? You're going to move back That's in right. to that pain because it's familiar. It may not That's be right. good for you, but it's familiar. And That's change right. means that I have to get comfortable with the unfamiliar. That's right. And, and all of life is pain. So what you need to do is choose the pain that moves you forward to what you want. Mm -hmm. you, you can't choose to live without pain. There's no such thing. Right. Okay. So you choose the pain that moves you forward, not the pain that holds you back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what would, what would the kid need to do when he's in his own home in order in his own apartment or wherever it is in order to conquer his fears? What does he need to do? He needs to think about what he wants to become, mm -hmm. not think backwards of what he had had. Right. Fear looks backwards. When we're afraid, we look backwards for security, for safety. Mm -hmm. Hope looks forward. Yeah. So we so we look forward. Where is it? Well, if I'm I'm scared to be here and do this. I'll tell you what I do. Let's go look. Let's go walk around in some car dealership and see what kind of car I like to have in the future. Let's drive around and see what kind of houses I really want to live in mm -hmm. that I can produce myself. I know I can because I got this job. I can certainly get another job or grow in this job. Mm -hmm. So this is where the where the attitude has to take over and keep the philosophy alive and say, that's who I am. That's who I am. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then the goals become real goals mm -hmm. because the goals then give the permission because here's what's going on in your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is bringing forward to your conscious mind what you consider to be comfortable. So let's say, let's say a person had been abused in the past, and today they 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 dwell on this. They think, man, it's just horrible what has happened to me, and and they replay this going on in their mind and thinking they are worthless because of this. When what they should be doing is shutting that down by their conscious mind, mm -hmm. and saying to themselves, no, I'm better than that, and I'm never going to let them bother me again. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to let them rule me again or do that to me again. But when you play it over and over and over, you let them live today, even though that person may be dead and not even around. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have to consciously now hold back that evil habit 
step out there and do this new habit and you'll take and it's going and you're going to mess up because because it's new like a baby trying to walk you know like first time i have a son who well, we adopted i had 22 foster kids and one of my adopted he used special needs and so he was wobbling around there about uh, five or six months, you know, and he's walking on furniture, you know how that is. And he fell and hit his teeth and pushed him through his lip and cut himself pretty bad. Well, he won't walk anymore. You know, <laughs> it took a long time for him to want to walk. Right. But if he never got up and started walking again, could you imagine? He's 40 years old today. Could you imagine him still being in diapers and laying on the floor and not doing anything because he, well, of course, you would never consider that would be possible. Right. But right. people out there who are still in their psychological diapers mm. yeah. because they're afraid to be hurt again. GW, your recent book that you're working on talks, yeah. you talk a lot about how you go from a victim um, to, a, to a conqueror. Let's talk, because like, again, like you said, mindset, like I always say, you're right, pain, life is pain, but I always say life not, need not be suffering. That's, I always say that uh, when I coach people, you know, you can, you can make a decision not to have suffering. We will always have pain. And you can, you can override the pain to kind of get where you need to get. Um, that being said, how do you, let's talk about how you do that. How do you go okay. from victim to conquer? Okay. It has to be that, first of all, you have to want it. Oh, here's yeah. uh, my, my table of contents. I couldn't find it. my table of contents. Okay. You know, if you don't have a table of contents, you don't have a, continuous proper thought mm -hmm. and then you have all you have to do is break it down but the reality is you have to realize okay you can't get out of a prison you don't know you're in mm -hmm. that's pretty simple and when you're in this prison in your mind you have to be able to get out of it or to be free to succeed if you if you're not free you can't become so the first thing you have to realize is that I am stuck where I am, not because of anybody else or anything that's happened to me, but because of me. Mm -hmm. That's the key, key thing. So you have to take a look at what it is that's holding me back. Is it, is it my physical limitations, my social limitations, my self-imposed limitations, the circumstantial limitations of, you know, like say my color or whatever. What is this holding me back? What is it that I constantly fall back on and you got to get rid of that? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by get rid of that is you have to reprogram purposefully yourself so that you can start thinking of another way to do it. You have mm -hmm. to change your habitual thoughts, your self-talk. Oh, my goodness. Talk about something important. So you get this new dress. Well, I've never bought a new dress for me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> so I bought them for my wife. She doesn't always like my choice, but anyway. So um, I get this new, if you go out and you buy a new dress and you put it on and you go to the party and everything and someone says to you, oh my, my, you look so beautiful today. I, I just love that dress. And you say, what? 
what would you say? I'd say thank you very much. That's, that's a right. Nice, that's right. That's, that's a, what that's, an amazing, that's a beautiful compliment. What does someone say who doesn't have self worth? This whole thing. This whole thing. That's exactly right. Oh, it's it's not that nice. It's not the one I wanted, but it's the one that was on sale. Right, or right, right, right. Minimizing it. So, yeah. So this is what we do. We destroy ourselves. Mm -hmm. We uh, we um, actually destroy our chances of success. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so the first thing we have to do then is change those old habits, and it's just a habit. It comes up automatically, yeah. Because ninety-five percent what you do is going to be a habit. In other words, something you've already decided today, before even today starts. Mm -hmm. You decided it over a period of time that you've agreed with all this time, and now it's just. Who you are. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. I'm going to say, you know what, uh, GW, I, uh, you know, I had a horrible upbringing. You know, I was abandoned. Um, you know, I got bullied at school, all that stuff. I'm going to give you, what, what are you going to tell me? I'm, I want to go from victim to conquer. You tell okay, me how to do it. Tell me okay, how to do so it. Because most so people you know, are going to say, so here's the question. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So here's the question. Uh, so nobody in your situation could ever get out of it? Is it what you're telling me? Are you telling me that no woman who has ever done what you've done, ha had to go through, could ever accomplish anything? And if one p other person can do it, then success is obviously there for you. Now listen, there is potential. Everybody has potential. And here's the definition of potential. I have it written right here for me. Capable of being, but not yet in existence, even though necessary conditions are already there. Why is it capable, but it isn't mine? Because you haven't taken advantage of the conditions that are already there. Yeah. So you have to decide. Yeah, that's what happened to me. That is not who I am. I'm Absolutely. this person, and all I have to do is work towards it. Did you know that if you study, now here's an interesting statistic. If you study a particular subject one hour a day, every day, in seven years, you will be an international expert in that, in that subject. Wow. Now, you want to look ahead seven years? Look ahead seven years and see who you can become mm -hmm. by being somebody different today. And all you have to do is do it today. You don't have to worry about doing it tomorrow because it isn't here. And you don't have to worry about doing it yesterday because you can't go backwards. Today, you get up and you have to go through it. You have to have these statements of what you're wanting to accomplish. And you have to read them in the morning and you have to read them at lunch and you have to read them before you go to bed. And what you're doing is you're giving your subconscious permission to make that possible. Mm -hmm. And your subconscious is where all this information is stored. Really true. can't fathom it. Mm -hmm. I mean, every smell, every color, everything you've seen, done or heard, we just can't imagine. Yeah. But it's there. 
And so your subconscious, instead of bringing forth all these things that had happened to you in the past, is now going to bring forth all the hope and, and all of what you're going to accomplish. And when you show up somewhere, like they, when, when my, my ex-wife, uh, she left me and she came in one day. We'd been married 16 years. Like I told you, had these, all these uh, foster kids and everything. And we had this one special needs boy, and he was a big handful, too. I mean, you had to bathe him. You had to really work hard with him all day. And she comes in one day, and she says, you know what? Uh, 16 years of marriage, she said, I don't love you. I never have loved you. I've been in love with that guy over there for 25 years. And I'm going to go live with him. And you're stuck. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And she left. Okay, so, so what do I do? What, is that who I am? Well, when I started, when I finally decided I'm not worthless, mm -hmm. I'm not someone who shouldn't be married, who doesn't deserve a woman, I decided to go looking for a woman. And every time I came around the corner, someone would say, oh, GW, uh, I want you to meet our daughter. And in my mind, I'd say, is this the one? Is this the one? In other words, I'm always looking for my goal. Doesn't make any difference whether it's, uh, no matter what it is, if you're constantly thinking about it, and you say, is this the one? Is this the opportunity? Is this what I need? And so you go do it. Now, guess what? It may not be, okay? But it doesn't mean you're worthless. It means it wasn't the answer. Right. So keep it's looking, keep looking when you have that, that goal in mind, keep looking. Now goals and, you know. and goals can be incremental. You can make them small. For example, if you want to be a doctor, you know, it's going to take 10 years of study to do it. Mm -hmm. However, they've broken up in little goals called semesters. Mm -hmm. And inside those little goals are other goals. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that semester, you know you've accomplished this little goal on the way to being a doctor. Right. So you have to do the same thing in your, in your life for getting rid of bad habits uh, or for accomplishing some unknown dream, um, a dream you know of, but that you don't know how to get there. All you have to do is break it down into little segments. And as you go, you may change your, the direction because you weren't right in the beginning as to what you wanted. And a guy says, well, you know, I wanted to be a doctor and do this, but I wound up being a doctor and doing this mm -hmm. because this pulled my heart, you know. So it, it's really and truly all about sticking to it, retraining your mind so that your philosophy doesn't fail. Your attitude keeps pounding away at and you reach your goals and you'll be successful. You have to look at your, your growth. You don't compare yourself to others. Right. You always compare yourself to who you were when you started. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say you started 20 years ago and you're still a, a, a mess. Okay. So what? Today's a new day and you're guaranteed of tomorrow and a better tomorrow if you actually do something today. So all you have to do is compare yourself to where you were. 
you don't have to compare yourself to where you think you should be or to where other people are. Because, you, you know, do you have siblings? Do you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. And, and are you all exactly alike? No, we're all completely different. <laughs> and yet you were raised by the same family and in the same conditions. Yes, yes. But things are different. Yes. You just cannot compare yourself to us. Absolutely. Okay, let's just pretend for, for a sure. minute that, yeah. that success is New York City. Now, where do you live? What what town do you live? Niagara Falls. Okay, Niagara Falls. Oh, Niagara Falls, Canada. Easy. Then it would be real easy for you to yeah. get to New York. Yeah. I live in Oregon. I live on the yes. other side of the United States. Okay. What What if I lived right. in India? Right. What if I lived in India? And, yeah. and success was New York. Is it still possible? Yeah. Oh, yes. Is it harder for me? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Is it possible? Oh, yes. See? Yeah. So, so that's why you can't compare yourself to other people. Your conditions are different than theirs are. Your obstacles are different. But you can overcome them, and you can accomplish it. And as you grow, you become more valuable as a person. Mm-hmm. Your, your, um, what you can command is more valuable. With each step that you take, every change mm-hmm. that you make, you build that block. Right. Because, because the marketplace pays according to what you can accomplish. If all you can do is hold a shovel, all you're going to be paid is what a shovel person can put and can make. The yes. more you add to that, the more value you add to you. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and, and it takes a, a lot of hard work. Now, Judy, before I let you go, I want you to just talk a little bit about fear. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about where people can reach you. And I know you have something that you'd like to give away. So oh, yeah. let's, talk, let's talk a little bit about fear. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about where people could get a hold of you and, and the free uh, download that you're going to give. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Fear is a uh, fear affects your body. Mm-hmm. And fear comes out in your body. It is not a real thing. It is a response to an idea. Yeah. In fact, like like anxiety. Anxiety is a negative, negatively biased future forecast. Mm-hmm. This isn't documented yet. Yeah. But it affects how you act, how you feel, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as a general rule, fear comes from being in the dark. Mm-hmm. Once you turn on the lights, even if you see an enemy, you see how to escape, you see whether the enemy's capable of hurting you, etc. So fear is being in the dark. Yeah. Okay. So what you have to do is turn on the light. When you start making your goals, when you start changing your philosophy, your, your attitude, you're no longer in the dark. And the fear it's less and less and less. And you start to control it. Courage is, um, is a habit that gets stronger with exercise. Mm-hmm. The fear may not go away, but you're more capable of doing it. For example, the number one fear is uh, public speaking. Absolutely. <laughs> and the more you do it, 
the more you're accustomed to it, it doesn't mean you're not afraid anymore. Mm -hmm. You just don't let Bob. John Wayne said, courage is saddling, is being afraid, but saddling up anyway. So that's the way it is. Right, right. Well, that's a, that's so a good way to end. Fear is, say that again, fear is? Fear is being in the dark. So once it, you get in with the knowledge and you start working on who you're going to be and all that, and you can see what you can become. And you know you can't. Look, if one person in your town has become wealthy, then you know good and well you can too. Right, right, for sure. Okay. All right. So, GW, okay. this, is, this has been really, um, really very enjoyable. Now, I know you have a download that you wanted yeah. to give everybody. I'd like to, you to let them know where they can get that and where people can reach you if they'd like to uh, spend some time or work with you. All right. Now, I've got this little uh, booklet. It's called uh, Seven Keys to Success and Happiness. It's about what we just talked about today, these seven things, responsibility, uh, philosophy, attitude, goals, education, action, and growth and results. Okay, so these things are all lined out there. Helps you get on the right path. It'll take you not long to read it. It'll take you the rest of your life to accomplish it. Okay? okay. <laughs> and they can write me at uh, gwcliver at gwcliver.net. Okay. And we so will they put, write me we will, yeah, we will put that put in the in show the, notes as well. Put in the subject matter, put in the subject matter, uh, the free book, free booklet. Okay. Okay. booklet it's a little bit so and i'll just send it to them and they're going to have to print it out or read it off the screen okay okay so mm -hmm. please if anybody's wanting it it'll be in the show notes you can uh, get a hold of gw through uh going through his booklet and then you could just email him directly so what did i, I yeah so what did i learn got, uh, uh -huh, uh -huh. thank you i learned that even though you have courage you saddle up anyway and <laughs> that's right <laughs> and that's what I'm going to take away, uh, GW, that we all have it. Uh, fear doesn't go away. It, it stays with us, but you saddle up anyway and you keep going. And that 95% um, of your unconscious, uh, that's what you need to tap into in order to change mm -hmm. habit into day-to-day -day behavior, small mm -hmm. steps, um, so that you are, you are not defined for what, by what you've been through. It's depending on all the small tactical steps that you take daily so that you can override mm -hmm. and become who you want to be. So again, mm -hmm. GW, thanks so much for spending the time Thank and blessings to you. And uh, for everyone listening, uh, if you're wanting to uh, talk a little bit more about authenticity and what it takes to get authentically connected to yourself um, or your teams, uh, please reach out to me at RoxanneDurhodge.com. Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxanderhajcom slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.